Welcome to the Million Dollar Multi-Op Podcast. Here, you're going to find education, entertainment, and a little inspiration on how to get to the next level. Are you a DJ company owner that's looking for the secret sauce? Congrats, you found it. What is up, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, David Osborne, with BlueprintLearn.com. And today, on the podcast, we've got a great friend of mine, an inspiring figure in the mobile DJ and production industries, none other than my man, Chris Hintz. Chris, how you doing, man? I'm great, David. How are you? I I'm doing you. pretty good. Like <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Uh, and everyone that out, that's listening out there, I've known Chris a, a, several years. I think we actually met in person in 2019, but we've been friends even longer than that. We had our Monday morning meetup group prior to that. And I'm excited to listen and to learn alongside everyone else that's that's listening out there in the world to learn from Chris. Now, a couple of things you need to know about Chris before we dive into DJ stuff is Chris has, what, like 92 dogs, right? Uh, 16 paws, so that's four. Carry the one. Okay. Yeah, four. We need a name rundown. Tell us about the dogs. Uh, Diesel is a 10-year-old boxer, female. Um, the first one. Uh, then Sheba is a almost two-year-old English bulldog. Then Axel is also an almost two-year-old English bulldog. And then we have Gus, who is about an uh, eight-month-old English bulldog. Okay, go dogs. I'm in Athens, Georgia. Go dogs. We can get down with the bulldogs just fine. Uh, those are they some are headstrong available. dogs, though. They're, they're available for, you know, like, uh, you know, NIL. So, I mean, if Georgia needs a new mascot, we have three in the running. So I say bring them down. Let's make a day Sounds of it. Good. And the other thing that I know, well, I know a lot of things about Chris, but when when we're recording this, last night, major victory for the old Vikings. Yeah, yeah. I can't hardly believe it. They beat the 49ers, and they were supposed to have one of the best teams in the NFC, which they are still one of the best teams. But, yeah, it was actually a really good game. Kirk uh, Cousins kind of shed the whole, you know, can't perform in primetime last night. It was a hell of a game he had. So, right. And I think when you live in Sioux Falls, are, are, is, are the Vikings the team if you live in Sioux Falls or are there, are there any split loyalties? Yeah, there's a lot of people who like the, the Chiefs also. Um, but I think the Vikings have the lion's share of, of attention where we are. So nice. nice. They, are, they are like the next door neighbor team. So you got to cross that state line, though. Yeah, that's true. That's it's, a little scary sometimes, but we'll manage. <laughs> uh, and the other thing that I know about Chris Hintz, and a lot of people know this about Chris, if, you're, if you've been around the DJ industry for a while, Chris is a hustler. He is always working hard. He, he is great at outworking people. And most of the time that I'm talking to Chris, he's in his van, and he's going to a job or from a job, or he's got a snowplow attached to the front of the thing or I don't even know how you do it, but he's always hustling. He's always finding a way to make an honest buck. And I think one of the, the unifying things between all the things that I've ever seen you do to make money is that you've done things to help people. So you got the snowplow out, you're helping people. You're entertaining people as a DJ, you're helping people. You're doing large-scale, beautiful production, you're helping people. So... uh Talk to me about that. Talk to talk to the listeners about that. What what drives you? What makes you want to serve people? Well, I I think it uh there's multiple reasons. I I think when I first got into 
My, my first job was in hospitality, so it's taking care of people. And my grandfather used to uh, have a community garden. He used to fix small engines. He would go to the dump ground and like pull out copper out of refrigerators and aluminum and smelt it down. And, and he did all kinds of things. And he had a bait shop. So his whole philosophy was, you know, we're here to help see each other through, not to see through each other. And that was a big thing for me. He also would say things like, you can have whatever you want as long as you help other people get what they want. And I, I feel like that is a very strong sentiment, you know, in multiple ways. So for me personally, I got into the DJ industry because I wanted to be social, go out and make money instead of being social, go out and spend money. So that's really <laughs> how the DJ business itself started. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to do all of the things I would do if you were my client and, you know, eventually people do business with people they like and that's just the way this works so if there's a time where there's a change right in either the person or the product and you're that old steady face that's familiar that they've seen that's never you know caused any issues you know maybe they give you a shot money money raise up right there that's that's the sound effect because uh, like you know i actually really enjoy hearing that that history because it's very illuminating. I think you're talking about growing up with the DNA of a of a hustler, but then being shown the way, being taught the values, and then growing up in that. And you know, my mind's over here putting all these pieces together, and it's uh, it's almost like you're the king of karma because you're living it. You're you're giving out. You're giving out. You're pouring out. You're serving other people. And then you know, you just know you're banking that energy and it's going to come back someday in some way. And as long as you plant all these little seeds along the way, they're going to grow into these great trees that will shade you and your, your family. Well, it's, it's kind of funny because a lot of the things that were, you know, the harvest that we're making now is from seeds that have been planted literally years and years ago. Um, some of our biggest clients that we have now um, were, were clients that we helped at a very, very small level with very, very little budget. And then they move into different verticals and start moving their way up into, you know, different jobs, different uh, capacities. And they, they take you with, if that makes sense. So, yeah. And if they love you and if you've, if you've done the job to make them feel good, make them feel seen, make them feel heard, make them feel valued, they're going to carry you along for the ride. Like you just said, uh, they're going to help you know, see you through. They're gonna help your journey. Yeah, I do think I do think we're all here to help each other. I, I genuinely do, and that kind of parlays itself into many aspects of my life. Like you said, with you know, moving snow for you know people who can't necessarily move it anymore. There's a lot of people who can't or don't want to, and that's totally fine. And then on the industry side of things, there's a lot of people that have been to bad weddings, and I, I don't want there to be a bad wedding, at least not on my watch. And so I think. What you said about me is, is pretty fair. I, I like people. I like the sales process, and I like providing joy. So, you know, this is a this is a podcast about about multi ops, right? This is a podcast for multi op owners who are trying to level up. And I think one of the struggles that I have struggled with for years, and I mean, I'd say that pretty much everyone struggles with, and I'm sure you have too, um, is how do you find people? that can carry that same torch that you carry. So think something that's 
so near and dear to who you are as a human, how do you go out in Sioux Falls and find people that are, you know, the princess of karma or the <laughs> or whoever, you know, like how how are you recruiting people to carry the pinnacle brand uh, the way that you would? I think there are two different phases of that for our company. I think when we were first starting, one of our biggest um, ways that we were able to to generate that allure to come work for us was that we were a fun company that was young and upbeat. We weren't stuffy, stodgy, and you know corporate. Um, and I think during those times, the people that were going to the same events that we were hosting, whether it be the karaoke at the bars or whether it was nightlife at the bars, you know, if they're going out on that random Tuesday night to sing karaoke, then they're available to do things and do the same thing we did where it's like, hey, I know you enjoy this on a Tuesday night. It's a lot of fun here at Bennigan's, but have you ever thought about hosting karaoke? Like you're outgoing, you got a great voice, you you could easily go out and make money instead of go out and spend money the same way that we were doing it, you know, kind of the same approach and say something to the effect of if you work for us for two nights a month or two nights a week every month, like that's going to pay your rent. Mm. Or if you work one night a week for the whole month, that's going to pay your car payment. Or if you work two times a month, that's going to pay your insurance bill. So like I'm here to help supplement your income, not provide the whole thing. And as we've grown where we have, 37, I think, 37 full-time employees now and like 56 or 57 uh, part-time employees in all aspects of our company. The changes on the hiring process has been a lot easier because as the reputation has grown, the allure to come work for us, we're not fishing anymore or at least not as much as we used to. Now a lot of the you know fish are jumping into the boat because they want to be a part of that that team take away all of the obstacles or as many of the obstacles as you can take away from those employees so that when they come to work, this is their fun job. They look forward to this. This isn't that eight to five grind where it's like, Jesus, I got to be in another call. That could have been an email. Um, we try to do all of those things. I think you're... That's the level up. That's it's the level up. Yeah. <laughs> you hit on a couple really key things. You're making the job seem really appealing to the potential job market. You're not, yep. I see a lot of people, a lot in my market, in the country, they put out ads and they'll say things like, looking for a DJ must be able to lift 50 pounds, working nights and weekends. And I'm like, whoa, does anything seem worse than that? I mean, I don't know. It doesn't seem fun. But if you, like you said, if you switch it up, you switch it around, you use language that's exciting, use imagery that's exciting, you put it, you know, you're already going out. So instead of spending money, make money. You could be making money going to karaoke. I can say this. I think that if you talk to most of our employees, they would tell you that their worst day at this job is better than most best days at other jobs. And that is enough enough for me. It, it's not always going to be perfect, but we live in a world of imperfect people with imperfect thoughts and imperfect habits. We can't expect, we can't possibly expect perfection in that scenario, but you can expect constant growth. You can expect correction. You can expect you know, people to try their best and give the, their, their best. And I, at the end of the day, if, if you're giving your best, that's all we can ask of people. Couldn't agree more. I can always count on Chris Hintz to bring the heat with amazing answers. Chris is one of the smartest people I know. And Chris, uh, two things to finish this out today. First of all, tell everyone how they can find you online. 
Sure. Well, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Facebook slash DJ Chris Hints. Um, same thing with Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, Christopher Hints, who falls South Dakota. There's only one of me, thankfully. Um, that's where you can find me. Um, you can also reach out to me via email, Chris at PinnacleProDJ.com. Or if um, uh, you want my cell number, call David. He'll, he'll give it to you. There you go. Ooh, putting me in the hot seat. And are there any shows, any conferences that are coming up either this year or I would say the first half of next year that we can see you at either you're speaking or participating in or on panels or anything like that? Well, I'm I'm speaking at the Wedding NBA this year, uh, first time ever. Uh, Super excited about that. I'll be speaking Wednesday at four o'clock, I believe. Um, I'm speaking about uh, some of the new tech and trends that are happening in the wedding industry, basically going with the sideline that weddings are theater and how are we able to set these scenes for our couples so that they have these magical moments that get documented captured and shared um so i'll be speaking about that at the wedding mba um we are having a little uh, uh pinnacle non-conference you know how you have a conference schedule and non-conference schedule we're doing an internal um little meetup from with like dave Harmon from fargo jesse swanson from omaha you know probably like eight to 10 of our local regional players that we're going to host in house um, just so that we're able to have a stronger networking ability and then be able to communicate effectively in our areas. Cause the East and West coast tend to dominate the national conversations. And I feel like sometimes in the middle of the nation, we kind of get, I don't want to say left behind, but we don't get included um, cause we're not doing the fancy, big, cool stuff at some of these bigger, cool venues, but, um, there's a lot of power in the upper Midwest and I'd like to cultivate connections strongly there. So that's going to be our first frame of that. And that's going to be the week after the wedding MBA. Uh, then the first quarter I'll be in, in Las Vegas for PBX and, uh, MEX plan on being there for that. And then we are, uh, producing, helping to produce the Midwest DJs Live Conference. I'm the director of production this year, um, and our team will be doing the production there for the second year in a row. Uh, last year, we got some really great feedback from some people that I love. I mean, Mike Walter pulled me aside and said, your team did a fantastic job. And that means a lot to me because Mike knows what it's like to have a team to facilitate things like that at a very high level. So that means a lot. Um, I re- so that's- Real quick, I remember when he was standing next to his face. Uh, he was standing on stage next to his face on stage, and he made a comment about it. So I remember yeah. that that happened. He remembered that that happened. That's what this is all about, right? Yeah, that's it's really cool. Uh, those are just, again, it's when you take, how do we take this conference to make it better? How do we work with these organizations and make them stronger? How do we work with these nonprofits and make them more you know, profitable, make their fundraising better? I, I love those pieces. But... That's where I'll be the first half of the year. The second half of the year is a blur. So those uh, first half, that's uh, pretty pretty good synopsis. So I can't wait to the day that you're a keynote speaker at the Snowplow Conference. Can't wait. Yeah, yeah. Mitch Taylor had a bumper sticker because I love getting plowed with Chris. So it's pretty fun. So. Um, <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be on that Snowplow Conference anytime soon. But there is something therapeutic about moving snow, though, David. I know nothing about that. I live in the deep south. You're lucky. We get flurries. Uh, some would well, say that I'm lucky. Yes, some would not. But on that on, note, on a on still note, yeah, Chris, this has been an amazing conversation. Thank you so much for your time. For all the listeners out there, a couple things that Chris touched on, talking about recruitment. We have some great free resources for that on 
uh, blueprintlearn.com slash resources. There's some great templates and resources that you can start using today if you'd like to take advantage of those. Again, Chris Hintz, my man, thank you so much for your time. And we'll see you all next time. Thanks, David.